Welcome to the Business Collective Podcast with Terry Fletcher. Weekly conversations and insights on how to go from employee to consultant in any business field where your years of expertise can be showcased. Take your career to the next level, entrepreneurship. Now here's your host, nationally recognized healthcare consultant, speaker, and author, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business Collective Podcast today. My name is Terry Fletcher. I appreciate everyone joining me today. It is Mindset Monday, and I like to have these drop on Mondays, mainly because that's when we all go back to work. That's when a lot of you uh, take Sunday off, and it's time to get your mindset into focusing on your business and really figuring out what you're doing as far as your career. So we know that the Business Collective podcast is a brainchild of mine to try to get you to just determine if you want to go from employee to entrepreneur and in what capacity. Is there a product you're selling? Is there a service you offer? Where do you want to be in the whole landscape of entrepreneurship? Well, I wanted to talk to you today, and actually it's going to be a brief segment, but today I want to talk about consulting and could this be the career for you? And I know consulting is tough because you really have to, um, what's the word? You have to have a skill, you have to have some insight, and you have to have some experience. And that's the biggest thing, because I notice that there's a lot of people out there that label themselves as a consultant, but they don't have the background or the experience to back it up. And so I know I've worked recently with a couple of people that have had less than 10 years, and that is hard to say that you are an experienced consultant if you don't have at least 10 plus years under your belt. And think about that as you are talking to, you know, your potential target market. And, you know, do they want to hear from you if you haven't had at least a good amount of experience in what you're doing? Now, for example, one of the branches of my business is telemedicine and telehealth. And with the pandemic and everything that's going on in the universe right now, it's been a great branch of my business and very profitable. But I've been in business as a consultant for over 25 years. Uh, my experience in the healthcare industry, as you know, I'm in healthcare, uh, ex- expands 33 years. And when I talk about telehealth and telemedicine, that is something that I got in on the ground floor between five and six years ago and been trying to pursue it and opening up physicians' eyes to it. And the pandemic has definitely brought it on the forefront. So it's nice when you have a branch of your core business, and mine is healthcare consulting, and then I branch out, mine is coding, billing, and reimbursement, and then I branch out education, auditing, and again, training on certain platforms, how you can deliver healthcare to uh, patients. But I've also been, I deal with also, I mentioned before the uh, C-suite and virtual help with the higher ups when you had to maybe furlough an employee that you didn't know. But when we talk about service-based businesses and consulting businesses in particular, looking at this as a career, I always try to give you a visual so you can see, let's see, is this, is this for me? So think about this. Do you enjoy threading a needle while trying to trampoline? I'm not kidding. It is that kind of work that requires you to be that, I don't know what the word is, but um, basically understanding the complexity of being a consultant. It would be like trying to teach Greek to resistant learners when you've only had one course in it yourself. And if you thought that being a consultant, and I'm going to just focus on healthcare for a second, 
I have a lot of people that say, I want to be you. I want to break into the healthcare field. And so I want to focus on that for a minute. But what you want to think about here is, you know, healthcare consulting, you think it ought to be a breeze, right? Well, it can definitely keep you up at night because you need to have a tolerance, first of all, for room service and those cozy airline seats. It does require a certain amount of travel. Right now, you've been able to do things a little bit remotely, so it hasn't been too bad. But you have to have a tolerance also for um, flexibility and ingenuity and a certain amount of tact because you're also dealing with so many different people male, female, all kinds of different ethnicities, all kinds of different mindsets. And you need to realize that healthcare is changing fast. And as a consultant, you need to push that change on folks who wake up every day thinking they already know how to do their job. And so if you draw a need to comfort from predictability and don't like to prod people, this is not your platform, especially in healthcare. But when it comes to consulting, You really have to be able to influence people. And that's why a lot of people call consultants influencers. And still for the very reason that healthcare is front and center and on the nation's agenda right now, helping organizations thrive in a certain sector and of this sector of the economy can be very important work. I love what I do. There's also a little bit of a prestige factor in working in this environment. Uh, And I, I know that sounds kind of strange, but basically you have physicians coming to you, not just coders billers, financial people, um, you know, anybody that's in healthcare, but you also have physicians and providers and some of the top level people coming to you for advice. And how do I do certain things? And you have to train them in a way that shows you're there to help them, but are on equal footing. You know a little bit more, or at least you are presenting the fact that you have more information. And this is why they're coming to you. Now, some people that get into consulting, they like working for very big companies. And it just gives them an opportunity to, you know, basically, first of all, get a paycheck, but and and making sure that they always have uh, money rolling in. But I like being able to work independently as a consultant, as an entrepreneur, mainly because you need to work with minimal supervision. Um, you are communicate, you have to be a good communicator. You need to be able to handle your own stress and responsibly. I multitask all the time and have to really think not only logically, but outside of the box quite a bit. Again, flexibility in my travel time is is going to be something that's going to have to be on the forefront for you as well. And then also express an eagerness to learn. One of the things I've noticed about many consultants is that they don't listen they just basically spout. And I've, I've come across several of them. And I, especially on LinkedIn, and I'm disappointed because without listening, without learning from your own clients, without hearing what you need to do to be able to formulate a plan, you will not be a, a successful consultant. You're learning every day. You're understanding every day that there are significant challenges. There, This is an industry, whether it be healthcare or any other industry, there needs to be constant transformation. Think about IT industry. There needs to be certain things that as you're working through some of the plans and some of the action items for your clients, you're also with the other hand, you are making sure that you are updated and you're getting all of the information that has more recently come out. You know, one of the things that is really important in my world is that it's like a juggling act. One minute I could be teaching something and the next minute I can find that it has changed or been updated. And as a consultant, you really have to realize that you are what we call a problem solver. And so it's not just with 
uh, healthcare, but it's with anything. You can't know everything and neither can your staff, especially if you're bringing somebody in. But you as a person that maybe another company is bringing in as an outside expert, your expertise, sometimes it can really be a godsend for health systems, health plans, maybe pharmaceutical companies, maybe governments. I've been tagged by the government to do some auditing and some consulting for them as well. And so over the last 15 years for them. Also, it really is, and I keep focusing on healthcare, but it can be any business. But the reason I I really look at that is because when you're looking at healthcare, you're looking at a billion, you know, 20 to $30 billion business from a a consultant perspective. And so there are still some uh, things that you have to understand and know and make sure you're doing your due diligence and know that there's also a massive and diverse universe out there when it comes to consulting. It's not just about a, a one opinion, but you want to understand your options and really know that um, you you are looking at specific areas and data uh, analytics and revenue capture and things like that. And so you. I try to promote change and try to promote really looking outside of the box for a lot of my clients. And some of them, it's amazing how they continue to do the same thing over and over again and get the same results. And they're not willing to change some of the mindsets. And that's what I do as a consultant is basically I'm coming in and saying, okay, here's the key problem that I see after I, I look at everything and get some data. And then I say, here's where we need to start fixing these areas. And I actually put out a plan because a lot of times I'll see consultants on in every uh, aspect of uh, the business world will say, okay, here's the problem. Thanks for everything. And I'll take my check now. That's not my job. My job as a consultant is saying, okay, here's where I see you have leaks. You have areas where that can be fixed, areas that can be improved, you know, areas that we can look at higher reimbursement. We can look at lowering your expenses, where we can see where you can have a higher capture. And now here's how we do it. So there's always a, you know, you go with them with a plan, you go in saying, this is what I see. And then you also should have recommendations and then how to facilitate those changes. I've noticed that if you're a lot of uh, consultants are out there just basically giving you the, the first part of that, and they're way too expensive. You know, you can't just be someone that's out there saying what they need to do without showing them how to make a change. So it really is something if you're going to be a consultant, not only does do you have to have some subject matter expertise in what you're doing, and an, an ability to hire any sub consultants if you need them, so subcontractors, but also you have to make sure that you have a well-rounded knowledge of your subject matter. I like to call it a view from 30,000 feet. So basically, I want to be able to say I can look up and look down and see what's going on with that situation. And with some certain specialized knowledge, I can help you with that implementation. But as a consultant, I just want to, I just want to you know, talk to you from an entrepreneur standpoint and making sure that you understand it's really about how you can give your insight and your advice and your information to somebody else 
that can benefit them in the constant transformation of business. So really understanding how you can give this advice, how you can have this expertise, and then really look at how it can help another company. A lot of consultants go into it saying that, you know, I, I want to know how it can help me, but it has to be how can you can help somebody else. And that's working independently. That's doing your due diligence. That's understanding where you fit into the uh, entire consulting realm. And remember, there's no specific requirements regarding licensure or certification to be a healthcare consultant. You know, entry-level positions in some consulting firms start with some young people that all they have is maybe a bachelor's degree. Now, I have a bachelor's degree plus, you know, multiple certifications in what I do. I'm also a part of a certified body called the National Society of Certified Healthcare Business Consultants. And so that gives me a little bit more of a an edge as well, because I make sure in the industry I'm in, I'm also certified in that industry. And that's something you might want to consider too, as a consultant, make sure that not only do you have certain knowledges on what you're doing and certain information and certain expertise, I guess I should say, uh, on what's going on. But also, once you take that expertise and feel like you have a really good working knowledge of it, then at that point, I would try to take that expertise and run with it when it comes to getting yourself certified in that. And it doesn't just have to be, you know, when I mentioned healthcare, that's just something that is near and dear to me. But there are all kinds of different certifications. One of the things I did, and it was actually through Harvard, is there was a project management, um, what is a project management certification. And it was only $150, but it was through Harvard Business School virtually. And so I, I took it and I passed it. It was hard. But the project management certification wasn't just about what I do. It was about an entire mindset of how to get a project take it and then make it into fruition as a, a positive and a money-making um, and uh, completion project for your client. And it was a great class to just basically, you know, get certified in and understand the workings of business. So look for things online as well that can give you uh, insight, you know, look different training classes. And if they offer a certification, especially with a prestigious uh, school, then you want to really look into that. And they're not expensive. I mentioned the I mean, $150 and you don't have to have a prerequisite of anything to take it. So I'm always looking for, they call them master classes. And this is, can be a really good step. Even if, let's say that you decide you want to be a consultant or you want to really be in a service-based business. But let's say that you, you don't know if your expertise is equal to somebody that you respect in the industry. Well, take a class in it take a class, try to get certified in it and see if it's really where you want to go. I know I've done that with several things. There was something I took recently and I was like, I'm not doing that. And that was basically dealing with uh, certain IT platforms when it comes from uh, certain health information. And I want to stick to what I know, coding, billing, reimbursement, uh, administration, office management, things that have to do with basically the overall practice success and reimbursement and money. And that's where I get my expertise from. And so it's just interesting when you really start to dive into certain areas, you don't have to just look at education from a standpoint of, okay, I'm just 
just going to take something in healthcare. I went outside the box, took something that had to do with business in general, in general. And it was a, a great thing for me because I felt like I got some insight that could apply to any type of business consulting. And you never know where at some point I may want to branch out. So this is where I think it's important to look at being a consultant if that's where you're headed, or in a service based business, and continue to get educated, continue to find uh, certain things within the uh, industry that you're looking at to become that entrepreneur to becoming that independent um, consultant or that person that is offering a service and see what you can do as far as getting something behind your name that shows that you have not only the expertise, but also you have some book smarts with it as well. And it's nice because those materials sometimes are great to go back and reference. And so just something to keep in mind as you move forward into your entrepreneurship from employee. So that's it for this week, folks. Thank you very much for listening. Everybody make it a great day and a great week. And thank you for listening to the Business Collective Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Business Collective Podcast. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website and blog at www.business-collective.com. 